I don't know, man. I've been thinking about all that stuff. And like I mentioned that the other day about that Evaldi shooting mm. and wanted to kind of like process that or something at one point because I was processing it slowly, man. I was just like, it's crazy, dude, because before I even got a clear story presented to me through news media or social media, I had both people on the left and the right screaming politics already. Mm. <laughs> like, dude, like, like, let let mom stop crying and shit before you, you turn their kids into a tool for political agenda on either end, fucking humans. Like, yeah. let people process loss. Let people be in community. And yeah, dude, I totally, like, I don't like guns. I've always been that kind of person, like, you know, yeah, guns are cool, and I understand, and I try to be compassionate towards people that really feel strongly about being able to, you know, keep their liberty of a firearm, dude. But no, there's been examples all over the world of places where people don't die like this, and they can't get guns like this, and it's ridiculous. I understand that, but I also understand, you know, there's this other aspect to it that, like, cool, we can take away the tool of killing, but, like, how the fuck are we going to figure out how to take away like all these people lately just wanting to kill a shitload of innocent people? Like that's unreal. I mean, we've had shootings in schools since like 1853 in like Louisville, Kentucky or something. I looked it up, dude. Like, and constantly like since Sandy Hook. You remember that? That wasn't that long ago. We've had almost 4,000 school shootings since in the U.S. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, that's unreal, man. Like, I know a lot of those school shootings being taken into account to fluff numbers are kids just shooting guns outside of schools or people doing drive-bys by the high school, but that's insane still. Uh, yet, and in, in in the politics. So my point to all this is the politics are firm in my heart. I get it, but holy shit, I didn't think about any of that when I first heard about that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, why why am I hearing about politics already? What's the story? And then I started thinking, like, what happened with the was the sh- like I start you know was the shooter going through something? Uh, what's going on? Is are the families okay? How old are the children? You know, like just trying to think like wow, like shit. What could be done to help these people? What could be done to avoid this? Like not who to vote for to avoid this because that shit doesn't. I don't think the shit works. I don't. I think it needs to be done because it's the minuscule effort that they've brainwashed us into believing that we could put into things and potentially maintain a better life in our communities and stuff. But dude, it doesn't, I don't think America can ever get away with the harsh enough influence, you know, like some of the crazy ass communist countries, they do some things that prevent a lot of crime from other places that are that run through democracy. The UK, for example, they just ban handguns after a school shooting and that was something i saw on a meme and had to research it and make sure it was real because it made me feel good to see and then they banned handguns 20 years ago or 25 years ago and haven't had a school shooting since in the last 10 or 12 years or something like that we've had almost 4,000. <laughs> yeah it's crazy it's just weird man it's just weird that we actually live in a place where people um, have such a yearning for this ideal that's kind of just advertised as or a way to market whatever people do to feed off of each other here. And uh, they get so distraught by that, or I guess whatever's going on on a spiritual level or just mental illness, regardless of anything, they just are afflicted and no one's there to care for them properly. And they find the will to kill a bunch of people, dude, in theaters and blowing up buildings. And like, 
no one puts these people up to it. And what's crazy is we just like stand by for it. Like no one reacts in a way that saves and helps. There's no heroes present in these situations. Oh, well, I mean, the Border Patrol agent in this one, after all this loss had happened, you know, these rednecks everywhere who want guns. Cool, man. Where was the redneck with a gun? This is an open carry place, man. There could have been a dude walking down the street who could have saved them. Oh, they're not there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, but you can get guns pretty easily. You can get guns everywhere and you carry them everywhere. And people have been hurting people with them. But I, you know, I know guns do keep people safe. They do. Uh, the idea of someone potentially being a gun owner it has been enough. You know, when I was a kid hanging around young hoodlums for some of my friends to be deterred from wanting to, you know, commit crimes. Oh, no, that person may have a gun. We're not going to do that. Um, and that's cool. I understand it realistically. I know it. Um, talk to enough criminals. You guys know. But, uh, I mean, rocks maybe would be more intimidating if we just tried the world a different way for a little while. It's been that way long enough. Um, and we've gotten to a point where, like, we, we've made ready availability of items, tools for defense that could just easily be turned to tools for, tools for killing, uh, and people die at an astronomical rate. Well, I don't know. Then again, a lot of people. <laughs> no, <I'm> kidding. <laughs> Bad statement. I don't know, man. Did you have any feelings on that? Any? Because, I, I don't know. Yeah, I have a lot. And I, you know, it's uh, it's hard not to go political with it, like, immediately, when the causes are political. Like, the politicians have been, the same politicians, have been in office mostly since Sandy Hook. You know, it's not like like Mitch McConnell or Nancy Pelosi got elected um, in, in the past, like, four years. You know, they've been there for decades and so, um, and, and it's just, it's just so clearly well known that there's so much influence of the NRA on politics. You know, just, just this weekend, Trump was in Houston at an NRA conference. Ted Cruz was talking. It's at that same conference, I believe. And it's, it's like... How do we, how do we pretend like that's not connected? The, 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 the gun club of our country that is influencing lawmakers and is, you know, having the dude who used to be the president when we got the Capitol stormed in his name is dancing. Literally, he was dancing on stage at the NRA conference. And so how, how can you possibly not see a political correlation in there. To me, ignoring the politics is like turning a blind eye to something. I know it feels gross, it feels disgusting to say, oh, this thing happened, let's talk politics, as if you're trying to capitalize on it politically to make your talking points. And there are a lot of people that do that. And also at the same time, just because the medicine is disgusting doesn't mean that it's the wrong medicine. Like. Yes, talking politics in this moment feels disgusting, 
is it the right thing that needs to do and the thing that has to be done because a certain part of our political body in this country has associated itself with guns and guns with freedom and ignoring the consequences and saying we don't care if another dozen kids die and and sandy hook was 10 years ago okay more than 10 kids died in this most recent shooting alone let alone all the shootings that have happened between here and there um what was the the high school in florida in 2014 i think yeah um, yeah so like that's that's multiple children per year if you took the kids that died in this one incident in texas alone and alone. averaged them back to sandy hook and a lot of them a lot of the kids were like 10 or 11 years old so they were being born about the time of sandy hook so if you took one of those kids each year and just visualize that they are being executed at about one a year in the name of this political oh we got to protect our second amendment yeah issue. yeah that's a really i mean, i hate to say it. that's a that's a that's a um, really hard way to look at it and real way to look at it but very real and that really communicates the issue in a pretty pretty real manner that i i feel i i, I agree with that um my main reason for pointing to not speaking on the politics immediately is not necessarily the the conscious effort behind actually having to approach politics or you know um i know some people just do politics and I just feel like there's a detachment there. Like there's, where's the, where's the time for emotion, man? Like that's your emotional response. That's an inhuman emotional, emotional response. Is it? Is you it know? inhuman? It's, it's, not, it's, it's, it's conditioned. It's human. It's, it's a product of us. So it's definitely human, but it's just, it, that's, that's the way that I initially think to describe it. If yeah. I don't think about it too much, that's, that's, that's sadly the words I choose, you know? Well, yeah. And that's what I mean by it. And, and for um, some people it is, you know, they're just capitalizing on a political moment. For me, my desire to go political is a product of my compassion because my compassion feel, fuels rage and anger at the situation and wanting to do something about it. I can't put an arm around the parents. I don't know them. I'm too far away. The only thing I can do is hope to influence my friends and anybody who will listen to me to make the choices that I believe will result in less of this. And the choice that I believe will result in less of this suffering is a ban on assault weapons. So I'm going to talk about that because I'm enraged and this is what I can do. Yeah. And it, I mean, and, it, and it's the time. Man. And, and here's the thing too, man, is here's here's my real feelings on it because i'm looking at my direct community around me on social media and their behavior mostly is what my feelings on that little small notion about all this are influenced by and just to placate that real fast what i've seen is people making political memes the day the incident happened uh and and people who really aren't going to care about this topic a week from now i actually just left it alone and i'm gonna come back in a couple weeks on social media and remind people of this and, you know i don't know what's going to be trending next week who's going to get shot or killed in the world or what famous person's going to have some stupid court case or whatnot next so 
you know, right now it just felt like really was that the trendy thing to do. A bunch of kids died, so everybody made a bunch of left or right hard political memes, and and yeah. people just laughed at it, and it was over. And no, dude, like this is a serious issue, man, and this is like for real happening in our world. And the way you put it is a very fucking hard reality of it, though, man. Like that is that is a price that Americans are accepting uh, by making a choice to support something that drives a force that really isn't holding our backs. It really isn't sustaining us well. The country's in, you know, not the, the, the ideal that we think. You know, maybe during the, the industrial era or something we were seen as some big leader in the world, but no longer. <laughs> I don't know. Like, we're nothing, man. Like, and, and it's because our, our country is in a, a state where more people here suffer. People suffer more often than they experience peace. People suffer more often than they find solitude. People suffer more often than they smile. And frankly, that's that's the reality of um, our, you know, hyperfixated on celebrity politicians and uh, you know an ideal lifestyle nation that we have. You know, everybody wants to live a certain way. It's all we promote: health, beauty, travel. Uh, we just glorify the lifestyle of today, 2022, and it's 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 fucking overpriced and unrealistic for fucking 99% of the people that are doing it. <laughs> They're just in debt. <laughs> We're in debt. I'm in debt. <laughs> That's how that works. Yeah. No, man. It's, it's just weird to me, man. I feel like more voices need to be outspoken, but more hearts need to be reached. And more people need to respond to things like this in a more compassionate, human manner. And I think promoting, yeah, like my whole view on the thing is different, but I was actually just sickened by like a few individuals in my community and how there was humor about it, um, like visual humor, like memes that were made by individuals. They were like immediate, like, I hate to say it, there's a bunch of really annoying, trendy leftists, the people that don't really give a shit about the world around them. They just, they're politically outspoken. And those people shown themselves, revealed that. Like, I, I, over and over again, there are people who mention things to me, and I see it, and I'm like, all right, cool. I fall prey to some of the gossip in my community, and there's a reality there, because they're popular people. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was kind of really crappy of that individual. And I saw a lot of that, man. Um and I was just like, damn, like I, I can't, I can't think politics right now because it makes me feel ill uh, seeing other people do it. And and, and then I kind of thought about that a little bit more and meditated, like, why am I triggered now by people's response to this, whether it be political, passionate, whatever, you know? Like, I honestly feel like a 72 year old, like somebody's grandma, because that's the response I thought. All right, guys, just moment of silence for a day, chill out. And uh, I don't know, man, it, it. It all, it all has to do with my own ideals, um, my own ego speaking to response to what I witnessed and not necessarily allowing me for a while, for a couple of days, thinking about the situation to experience remorse. So instead what I did is my ranting to friends as I typically would um, and just kind of like stirring this idea around in my head, like what's going on before I thought... Now it's actually time to engage the community. Politics are the right thing to do, you know, and just kind of told myself, all right, chill out on it. Treat social media differently for right now, because I also have to remember that I try to use social media for business. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to kind of remain apolitical in some sense, yeah. but yet compassionate 
and be myself. You know, I can do that. I can let people know because frankly, I don't want to ever like have some really fucking like if somebody's like, Hey man, I need a private assessment. I need a private yoga teacher for me and my wife. And I show up and they got like the Trump flag in the living room. I don't want to be there, you know? So let people know. I don't think those people are going to call me, frankly, if they see me on social media. I think a lot of those people unfollow me. Yeah. Um, well, they do. I know they do. But whatever, man. Um, that's that's my whole thing is like I have the political mind for it, but I just didn't have the heart for it at the time. And I think that that's a reflection of a serious problem in our nation, like a serious problem, which is people today, maybe not just in our nation, maybe it's worldwide. Maybe it's just Texas. I don't know. I don't have that grand of a scope of things, but whatever it is, man, people I know experience it. Everybody throughout my community kind of reflected it in a way to me that made me like feel overwhelmed by the circumstance. Frankly, you know, like the school shootings, I think a lot of people immediately were political about it because they were detached from it through distance. It was just something else happening on TV, you know? So that's how we respond to those things. That's what the media does, right? And then, you know, that's that's the thing to me, though, man. Like those, we, we, we don't have that greater scope of things. We don't have that realistic sense of community as a nation. We follow laws and rules that are put in play by people states away when it comes to the way that we treat our own habitat, uh, the way that we handle trade. And that's just fucking, I don't know, it just makes me feel so incapable and like just a tiny, tiny part of something that no one deserves the right to even control or govern. You know, I think that things happen in a more fluid, natural way uh, in a smaller community and people are potentially, you know, more at peace. I, I, I don't know. I don't have a realistic view of what it would be like to live in a world where people govern themselves in a much, you know, a, a bit of a disconnected network, but still manage to have a Decentralized and localized. Yeah. Yeah. Not, no, that, like, I don't know, man, in a more realistic, in a more real way. Like, I'm trying to find the more colorful words for it. I'm fishing around for a way to put it that, 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 that would mean what I feel more so than like literal concepts. And I just can't find it right now, but that's what I mean, man. I just feel like there's a lack of community, a real genuine community that we just kind of have like this systematic network of states and bodies and, you know, states and counties and uh, bodies of voters and stuff, man. And it's like our whatever electoral nonsense that we have going on is that fake democracy bullshit. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, it's just that's what I think. That's what that stuff makes me think that we're not living right. <laughs> yeah. Holy, yeah. You know, we immediately fall back on this failing system when we see this stuff. We don't, we don't really feel the loss of another human life just because we don't really feel it because we don't feel other humans dying. We do. People do. There's a vast majority I'm seeing experiencing as an adult that makes me feel like I live in a world where people really don't care. I don't know. That's kind of super emo way to look at it. Too. I just and I don't retain that view constantly, but those are the feelings, you know. Just kind of cycling through the ideas that I initially was feeling. Uh, now, like I say, now I'm just thinking, cool. What can be said positively to have a political influence on my community and those who at least respect me by me? That's all I can do. And meditate. So, what did you what did you post on the? What are those links? I didn't have time to look at them. I literally just kind of left the shop, came here, ate. And, Oh, I'm not sure. Awesome. 
I'm not sure what you're referring the to. Pod, the podcast link. Oh yeah. That's so the, that uh, was uh, the recording of last week's um, meeting. The audio was absolutely horrible. So I have some different recording stuff set up, but I wanted to get the, the conversation at least out there and just get into a habit of posting the recordings and uh, you know, grow from there. So that's cool. That's what I thought it was. I was like, oh man, I wonder if this is, and it looked like there was like two or three of them, but it might've just been the way that my phone loaded it out. Cause I, I scrolled down and I might've just scrolled from the top of one to the bottom of one, but it looked like it kind of like, yeah, there were, there glitched. were, there are two in the podcast channel right now. The first okay. one is just a, a test. It's just um, uh, some chanting from the heart stuff that got uploaded. And then the second one is our actual, episode one conversation the first sermon so <laughs> yeah no, I, I don't know man i just i think that it in my in my practice and in my belief system personally i always kind of rant and and speak from a, a space of heart frankly man i try to be as genuine and open about it as possible and sometimes i say dumb shit and or too much or too little but either way man um I constantly like preach that practically, man. Like a greater sense of awareness equates to a greater sense of connection. Mm -hmm. a, a greater sense of of understanding who you are is the, the only way to gain wisdom of the world, you know. And uh, I don't. Know, I feel like a lack of sense of community and self, and a lack of sense of humanity in humans is what um, what a lot what we experience, and that that's scary. Um, but I can just speak about it, and I really think, honestly, just bringing it up, creating a concept from it, even for some who don't understand what I mean or can't relate to it, um, maybe finding a way to clearly define that idea. I don't know. I've just been swimming through a lot of ideas and, like, journaling stuff down. Um, and this whole, like, constant uh, political dialogue in the past few months over all these streams of occurrences, especially, you know, in our state, um, fucking Texas. Um, I don't know, even all the way back to when we just like started the open carry thing, which I was like, oh, wow, that's like, I honestly thought it was going to be the Wild West, potentially, dude, like Texas is about to get weird, we were fixing to have some crazy shootings and people like getting popped in the back of Walmarts and stuff, but I don't know, just all these things have constantly been pulling my mind into this political law, and I'm just kind of like, uh, and, and then I start sounding like the same people that annoy me sometimes when they talk about it too much, um, so like, it's been like really just making me reflect on these ideas of like how I relate to my community and how my communication may or may not uh, really be that big of an influence. And if, and if I can figure out a way to maybe hone in utilizing my ideas uh, to benefit my community in some way, do so. Uh, start speaking more in classes, like stop being so physical in the classes, start sharing my philosophy. Um, start sharing again on social media, re-engaging that in a continuous manner so I can just, you know, make a practice out of it and make a practice out of getting some cool pictures because that's something that appeases my ego and makes me feel good um, in a healthy way. And it's actually me having to practice and do new poses and stuff to get it. And I don't know, I just, hopefully, hopefully stuff like this, these podcasts that people occasionally listen to, one person can listen to it and think, man, I don't really agree with that dude, but I like his big hippie heart shit and I can develop my own uh, like 
loving concepts and philosophies based on just being compassionate and actually giving a shit about your fellow man uh, a little bit more, a little bit different, a little bit better, whatever they think. Cool. That'd be cool for me. If we can influence somebody like that, that'd be great. Or if we can just let our stupid friends listen to us rant about whatever because Blaze and them won't show up here. Right. I'm going to bombard him right. with those links and especially the poor quality audio one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I hear that, you know, you you had a very somber reaction to the shocking news of a school shooting and you were um, put off by other people's less somber reactions. They're more um, maybe just sarcastic humor based reactions. And, you know, we can analyze maybe humor is their trauma reaction. You know, maybe they really were deeply disturbed by it and this is just how they cope. Or maybe they're just a bunch of insensitive assholes who are part of this giant anonymous political collective of a society that we all feel like we're in where everybody's powerless and disconnected. Um, but I hear that you withdrew, kind of disengaged from social media and all that crap and practice some mindfulness to get to the root of your own feelings and to figure out how you wanted to re-engage with the world. Was there anything else like Dharma specific that came to mind for you or any sutras or Dharma lessons or things that uh, helped you get back to where you felt like you could re-engage or that helped you plan how you wanted to engage once you started and move forward? No, um, and that was the thing for me. I actually kind of pondered that at one point. Um, I said, like, how could yoga or Buddhism form, fix this for me? And I, and I actually kind of had this epiphany and shared with my coworker. I was like, I don't know, man. This is one of those ones where I feel like I fall on my, like, bullshit Protestant philosophy. <laughs> like, yeah. I hate to say it. I'm just like blind love here. But real love, no. Uh, and that was my thing, though, man, on the cool is it, 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 it's always for me practicing equanimity view of equanimity mm -hmm. frankly like seeing it from all angles dude like i do always like kind of think man like maybe if someone had hugged that kid you know or oh, yeah. like how how was the process getting a gun for him like i think about these little details but i don't think about them just to ponder the details i think about them in a way that's like shit like could that potentially like just having an understanding of the reality of this potentially benefit me or somebody if i actually came to some of it i don't know um it just it, it it was something that i pondered and i just the way i was looking at it frankly it's something that i could say is always want to be buddhist trying to see it from all angles and just give everybody a chance and and just that little wish of love sitting you know in all directions uh but for me like i just feel like there's like a severed connection, like fake people. We make fake Facebook people things. Um, and we present ourselves in a way that's damaging to the minds of society. Uh, and then when we go and we live in a real world with one another, we have seriously detached individuals with six senses of humor, uh, people that run around with a serious misunderstanding of what's going on because they get it from their peers, social media. A lot of things like that, man, and I'm just kind of like, I make a regular exercise of just being compassionate towards all angles, just trying to understand there's some meaning behind your view. There's some, there's some understanding you have that I don't. 
I'm just ignorant of something that, that is leading me to misunderstand the way you see the world, the way you behave, whatever it is. Um, I don't know, man. It just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't really. And I thought that though, there's like nothing yoga or Buddhism could do for me, but just reflecting as you say that, no, just the constant practice developed from just like making it an effort. It makes me feel better. It helps me um, just understanding my enemy's reason for punching me in the face makes me feel a little bit better and understanding like that, that understanding alone is like the, that's like the doorway to false ego peace or to a calm or like yeah. if you, if you get what I mean, like yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody yeah. just needs to know, but uh, yeah. And, and yeah, just you, you asking that brought me to that point, obviously. No, but yeah, consciously before I hadn't thought of any, any particular um, anything related to anything in reality that I'd learned from religion or spirituality that was able to help me. I thought it was my own understanding until you brought that to, to the light, frankly, um, by asking that question. I really did. Like I thought I'd calm myself down. It's cool. <laughs> nah, Buddhism did it every time. Probably the fact that I practice yoga daily, but whatever. Right. Yeah. For it was me, me, it was, uh, the first thing that came to mind for, um, it's there's like this point of of rage and anger that i reach that conjures the image of the monk practicing self-immolation um you know the the monk in vietnam set himself on fire to protest the war and it's like what do we have to do to protest this what what do we have to do you know what's it going to take there are things that we can do every day to make this a world where that kind of thing is less likely to happen. Like what you said about, you know, maybe this kid just needed to be hugged, uh, which I believe are lyrics from POD's Youth of a Nation. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, maybe he just needed to be hugged. And so giving out more hugs might be as beneficial as getting some more guns off the street and take that metaphorically and say like okay somebody online asked a question in one of my social networks about buddhism and i took the time to give a very thoughtful answer i included links to the sutras and some book recommendations and stuff like that so i took i took about 10 minutes out of my day to help somebody out with something to improve their mindfulness and their mental health and their well-being because every time you do that to help somebody else get their mental health a little bit better, you're taking the world that much further away from the next tragedy. And I think that there's a, a whole other podcast that we could go on about toxic masculinity and how much that is an ingredient in these young men who keep doing this. This is, this is yeah. a male problem. And so what are we yeah. as men doing about it? that's a whole other conversation and the, what I can do about it to take my tiny little spoonful of water and throw it on this forest fire that we're facing is to, to be that kind of an influence and to, to share what the things that have helped me in my experience, not just some abstract commentary on the political changes that I want to see in the world, even though I have tons of those and I'll talk about them all day. But if, if that's not what people need and if that's not helpful, then that there's no need for me to share that. And so 
sharing my mindfulness and sharing my experience and sharing the Dharma with people is what I can do for the grieving parents so that they don't have to be re-traumatized by watching the next tragedy. Because the parents of kids who died in Columbine, the parents of kids who died in Sandy Hook, they're all being re-traumatized again when this tragedy happens. And they will be re-traumatized when the next one happens. So our small contributions in making those healthier connections, that's what we can do. And we can do that every single day, not just on election day, you know? And then if you want to engage on social media, but you don't want to put out some maybe offensive thing that's going to drive people away because your, your brand is your business, is your social media and all that. Some of the things that I've adopted as strategies is one, just sharing information such as, are you guys registered to vote? That's not a political statement. That's just saying, hey, guys, just a reminder, uh, this is an election year. The midterms are coming up. This, this fall of this year, you will have an opportunity to vote. And so, you know, just throwing that out there. Go vote. I don't give a fuck who for, because I believe that if more reasonable people voted, we would have more reasonable outcomes. Part of our problem right now is that only extreme people vote, so we only get extreme outcomes. So more reasonable people voting would get us more reasonable outcomes. So again, my just how do I contribute to this daily and not just on election day is by having that kind of conversation. And then the strategy, the, the other strategy that I came up with on um it goes back to George Floyd and Black Lives Matters and all that, is that there are a lot of things that I am not the one whose voice needs to be heard. You know, straight white male, middle-class America, the world does not need more of my opinion. You know, 99.9% .9 of the time, I'm not the perspective that's needed. So if I see somebody, a person of color who has a message or a person who was a, a victim or knew somebody who died in the tragedy, somebody who is directly affected by whatever's going on, not just somebody else who has another opinion, but if I see somebody who was directly affected by that issue spread a message, I will share and repost that. I'll post a screenshot of it. I'll copy and paste it because I want to amplify the message of the person whose opinion is more relevant than my own. That's the thing though, that I do like to just always speak against that. And I hate to say it, and I hear it from every white guy that's just straight white that I know. Do not think that your political opinion, if you come from the left, uh, is less valid than someone a little bit darker in your skin than yours, man. Just because people really do think things like that now, I feel like all white guys need to be reaffirmed, all liberal white guys at least, need to be reaffirmed, man. You, can't, you still can speak, man. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can, absolutely. Yeah. If, you know, feel, know. if you yeah. feel called to... My thing is that when people feel like they have to say something, even though you don't have an original thing to say, like if you feel like you yeah. just have to say something, maybe don't, you know, maybe somebody else has already said it better. Quote them. Lots of wise people have said all kinds of shit. 
quote them. They probably said it better than you can. People with more <laughs> direct experience of the problem can probably articulate the, the problem and the solutions better than you can. So, uh, yeah, I'm not saying anybody's opinion is not valid or that they shouldn't have their own opinion or they shouldn't share it. But, like, if you want to share something, if you feel strongly about a situation, but it's not really part of your experience, like, I don't know what it's like to be gay. I don't know what it's like to be black i don't know what it's like to be shot in elementary school i don't know what it's like to watch my kids die in school i don't know what it's like to try to fight my way past police in order to get to my kid who's dying in an elementary school so those people who are more knowledgeable on the subject those are the ones whose messages i would amplify and if i have an original opinion sure i have no problem sharing it and i encourage anybody who feels strongly to do so but also really know that you can share your opinion by amplifying somebody else's opinion who may be articulating it better and with more credibility. Yeah. In this situation, I think Tom will prove whether or not that's going to come out. In my opinion, I don't see it. I don't see anybody whose opinion lately has made me feel like, wow, man, like, I don't think anybody should really have too strong of an opinion besides the ones that we already know to be true. I don't know. Uh, I will say since you got to go one last thing, saw this cool little thing and it said i'm gonna take my thoughts and prayers to the ballot box yeah and that's something that's something that i saved to reshare uh, at a later date yeah absolutely um, with, with some of my more refined less ranty thoughts on the matter towards uh keeping uh maintaining a conscious you know political politically conscious state when it comes to um how easy it is for young people to get guns uh right. in any state in our state so I don't know, and, and that's that's going to be my constant effort. And, and, and yeah, you you've outlined some very very good tactics. I love that, dude. Um, those are all amazing ways to approach the situation. But yeah, man. Um, next time we'll have to sit instead of just sitting here and ranting about politics. But we also have to remember this stuff at all times, not just now. Um, more importantly, but yeah, dude, I appreciate that. Thank you for being here to share with and for sharing. Yeah, and thanks for bringing up the the real like topic you know and talking about it that's something that i have a hard time doing myself is just like actually engaging with the situation you know i had a a podcast that i started for my business right before ukraine got invaded and then i was like i don't feel like right now is the time to talk about my little bullshit ass wordpress website fucking hustle like there's real shit going on in the world and i haven't put out episode two yet because i got fucking paralyzed because I couldn't engage with the world. Yeah, I think that comes from some of the same reason that I find myself ranting in these situations. That was just big heartedness, and that was just your your your, the, your mind functioning in a mode of compassion that cripples you in a sense because yeah. you're not quite prepared with the technique to get out of it. Right. And in reality, I, mean, I think you could have applied yourself and, and somehow utilized your business uh, angle as a means to communicate your feelings on that topic. Continued on, but. Uh, whatever works, dude. I, I do the same stuff all the time. I've got a half-finished, like, single-season podcast, pretty much, and a half-finished second season that I never yeah. released. But, uh, yeah. Uh, have you seen Anchor? We'll, we'll talk about it some other time, right. man. I'll let you go. Namaste, brother. I'll see you, man. Namaste.